tuning into the good glow up ladies podcast i'm your girl bb i'm spunky thank you guys for tuning in what's good what's up with y'all but anyways we have some juicy topics for you guys we're gonna be talking about some friendships and things i hope you watch some of these uh shows that we're gonna talk about um but if not you can always relate um play a game we always hear for the games, right? So basically, I'm going to throw out two people. And out of those two people, you're going to choose which one is your homegirl and which one is... Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So the first one is Beyonce or Solange? Solange. I mean, that's an easy one for me. And it's no shade to the Beyonce beehive. Beyonce, she just don't seem very personable. I mean, Solange seems like a more fun to hang out with. I, she I would actually so, yeah. talk and open out, open up, you yeah. know, like, and that's what a friendship is about. It's not about one-sidedness, you know? Right. No, I so, agree with you. Um, to be honest, I chose Beyonce, even though mm-hmm. I love Solange. But okay. I, I chose Beyonce um, just because she just looks like she's another person who does like to have fun. Like, you know, because of her vibrant personality as far as like how she is on stage, um, I, it would be fun to sit up here and hang out with. I feel like Solange, we, she could be my homegirl. We could cut up all day. Yeah. Beyonce, fight, uh, Solange a fight. So oh, yes. I'm down with that. Oh, she'll throw them both. <laughs> right, she'll have your back. Throw them hands. Um, but no, I chose, I chose Beyonce. <laughs> okay. Okay. The next one is Kelly Rowland or Sierra. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. 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 I agree. Done. I mean, yes. Sierra's cool. And you know, she can teach you some good, like, twerk moves. You know, oh, she could dance. She could dance. Rowland, that's my sister. That's my homegirl. Oh, I love her. I would love to hang out with Kelly Rowland. Like, love her. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm sorry. But yeah, Kelly. <laughs> and she's like, I mean, just through the years, like she's glowed up so much. So it's much. so awesome to see. So much. I used like, to I want her hair back she's... in the day when it was red. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was when so it was blue. Dope. Every little color <laughs> it was. I, I just want to be that. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Oh, the God. next one is Ari Lennox or SZA. I don't know either of these people. No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say the same. I mean, right, right, right. So to me, like with these artists, I'm not gonna say they're gimmicky, but I don't see the long term trajectory of either of these artists. Really? And I mean, this is kind of falling off a little bit when it comes to like just putting her stuff out there and being on the charts and all those saying, things. Yeah. So right now, Ari is hot. So I'm hanging with her. She getting invited to all the parties. Ain't anybody inviting sisters? Like I'm going with Ari. And then she had that song like New Apartment, you know, I was 
I have to say Ari Lennox, even though I was a fan of SZA before Ari Lennox, because of course SZA came out before Ari Lennox. Um, but like I just gravitated toward Ari Lennox and her vibe. Like if you watch her lives and her if you follow her on Instagram, she is hilarious. She is like unapologetically herself. Okay, the next one. This one I threw in there because shout out to the show. Little fires everywhere. Oh, it's so dope. You put me on. It's so dope. I love that show. So who your homegirl? Carrie Washington or Reese Witherspoon? Oh, you already know. <laughs> Olivia Pope all day. Like, yes. Reese ain't got a chance. Like, I wouldn't even hold a door for Reese. Like, <laughs> Nah, you just love that legally blonde. That's the only one I, I love, be like, all right, we're gonna be cool. Both of them. They're just great. Yo, she's so petty. Like any like to me, she took it to another level when she went and sat down with uh Lena. What's the what's Carrie watching the name of the show? Amia. I don't know. Mia, uh-huh. when she went and sat down with her parents, oh, yeah. that was next level of disrespect. Bruh, you taking it like yeah. real high. Like we were here and you took it to another level. You gonna go home talking about parents? She had her own drama. She's so she focused in it. on yes. she said, she's so focused in on me and you got your own drama. Deal with that. Right. And I'm like, you the one who gave her a chance. Exactly. exactly. I was like, so why are you even doing all this? But yeah, I thought I thought I threw that one in there. Um, the next one is Yara Shahidi or Kiki Palmer. Yara all day. Like her and her mama. I want mama there too. Can her mama come? Right. Her mama has to come. Like I love them together. They're the cutest mother daughter. They are. And, and I love Yara. She's just so intelligent, so fashion forward, so vibrant. Yeah, that's my homegirl. Our last one queen latifah or jada pinkett smith oh come on man you can't give me this no i plead the fifth you have to choose have to choose okay so the only reason i'm going with jada is because i may be on red talk table did i say it right no red table talk talk. i ain't gonna be on i don't even know the damn name right they're like you can't come on the show that's hard. It's very that. hard. Very hard. When I thought of this one, I was like, Yee, this is this is this is the one. It's so hey. like, oh, I don't know. I think it would be what I was facing at that time. Because I feel like Jada is just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to relationships and making that work. Mm-hmm. So if I was going through a season where I needed help on that, I feel like I would hang out with Jada. But the queen, I mean, it's freaking Queen Latifah. Like, I, can't. I can't miss out on this chance. You can't. Like, because she has... I don't know. It's yes. Every time I see Queen, I just like she just seems like she's that homegirl who's just real chill, yes. who like to have a good time, cook you a good meal. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going with Queen Lido. I'm sorry, Jada. We still love you. On red table talk. Right. There we go. There we go. I'm so proud of you. Well, <laughs> the moral of the story is that all of these women can be our homegirls, but there's some women that kind of stand out more than other because we had to choose because that was the name of the game. Who's your homegirl? I hope y'all choose to play it. But anyway, let's get into these juicy topics. What we got excited? What do we have today? Like, so we have an awesome topic about friendship and pretty much the dynamics of it. But before we get to that, 
we're going to talk about Insecure, which okay. had its season opening on Sunday. It was super dope. I was just so excited and immediately grabbed our attention with Issa saying, I ain't really cool with Molly no more. Yes. I was like, what? I was like, what happened? What happened? Exactly. Yeah. And of course, they're working in reverse. So we'll figure out the things. However, this first episode really kind of illustrated how this dynamic could really go adrift. I, so I first, agree. I kind of want to talk about the dynamic about Calandra and Issa. I mean, yes. this is a tough situation where we choosing money or feelings. You know, it's like, it can be complicated. Issa and her are working together because Issa's throwing a block party. And Calandra, she is very beneficial in helping Issa get this together. So uh, Calandra, she ends up meeting a guy at the baby shower that um, Amanda Seals character plays on the show has. That was in season three. And so fast forward at the end of season three, we found out that it was Lawrence. And if you watched Insecure since season one, you know who Lawrence is. So fast forward to season four and what happened in season four in the first episode is that Issa finds out that Calandra is dating Lawrence. Lawrence. Wow. And so now it kind of puts her in a predicament like, Hmm. Okay. Didn't know that's who you were dating. Because they were like already past the planning phase of what they were about to do. Exactly. Like they're heavy. They, like they, they were. They built some type of rapport, a friendship, or whatever they had. They was vibing with each other. You know, getting work done, being boss babes, all that. And so, and then when she dropped that bomb on her, it was just like, ooh, awkward. Hmm. Don't know what to do here. So to answer the question here. I would not befriend her, but I would not stop working with her. Right. Because I'm not with the mess of my money. Like, that's a great answer. And I really hope that people are paying attention because at the end of the day, Calandra provides something that a network that you did not have access to. And she has done numerous events similar to what you're trying to do. So it would be foolish, foolish. not to keep that relationship and nurture that relationship into what can help propel your event to exactly. the next level. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, honestly, without her, it wouldn't really be possible. And I, I know that's, that's facts, though. like, sometimes we'd be thinking, oh, we can get it done with that. But why go through the trenches when someone can just lay exactly. out the red carpet for you? Like, Agreed. don't be foolish. Like, keep maintaining that relationship. You guys do not have to be friends. After this event, she go this way, I go this exactly. way. Exactly. My money go this way. You know, her stuff her exactly. goes that way. And mm-hmm. that's it. And I just feel like until she develops those networks and those relationships on her own, she should maintain that friendship or business relationship. Because at the end of the day, Kalanja don't owe you anything. Y'all weren't exactly. friends. All right. She had no idea that that's who you were talking about. Exactly. So I do want to go to the next topic of would you, how do you, how would you feel about Tiffany, who is, um, what's your girl? Amanda Seals. Amanda Seals. How do you feel about her character and how she navigated this whole scenario? Yeah. So again, like we said, Calandra met um, 
Lawrence at Tiffany's baby shower in season three. So Tiffany and Calandra work together at their PR firm. And so <laughs> Tiffany knew who Calandra was talking to prior to Issa, but Tiffany and Issa are supposed to be homegirls. Right. Real tight. You know, exactly. we like, have to my inner You know, that's my right. best friend kind of thing. We hang yes. out, you know, we've been there forever kind of thing. But yet you couldn't tell me that the person that I'm working with is dating my ex boyfriend. Yeah. I feel like that was wrong of her because it's like if we're supposed to be friends and we've been friends for a long time, regardless of you know what's happened. You can at least tell me like, hey, you know, I'm not telling you this for you to stop working with her. I'm not telling you this to sit up here and be rude to her. I just want to let you know that she, the the person that you're working with, the person she's dating that she's been talking to you about is Lawrence. Point blank. Because Lisa knew that she was dating someone. Exactly. But the girl had never said her name. There we go. Mm-hmm. And that's where the issue lies. Because, I mean, it wasn't like she was hiding the fact that she had a right. dating situation. Exactly. You know, they, to me, that, that shows they were building a friendship. They were building a yes. rapport. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand the whole no name dropping because you don't really know how the situation going to go. Right. You don't exactly. really know all the ins and outs of it. So I can understand. I don't feel like it was anything done wrong on Calandra's part because she was just embarking on that with Lawrence, you know? Exactly. So I'm extremely upset with Tiffany. I don't care, pregnant or not. Like, we're just not seeing eye to eye right now. Like, like I'm legit your friend. You know she's dating someone who I dated for five years. This ain't no, like, oh, we talked. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Now, <laughs> if that was the case, well, then, yeah, you can forget, you know, to right. mention that. But we dated for five years. You can at least have right. the decency to just say, hey, girl, this is what's up. You know, I just want to let you know. And then from there, you can take however, whatever action or reaction that you want to do towards right. what she told you. But she exactly. didn't even give her that chance. And then the way she did it in the scene, I was like, was so nonchalant. Right. nonchalant, like, oh, right. so instead of making this super awkward because it right. already is, I'm just going to tell you this is what happened. And yeah, oops, I forgot to tell you. That's exactly what happened. And I, I think that I would take more offense to her delivery on that end more so than anything. And I think my main issue is the fact that we were friends before you even knew Calandra and you had been around me and Lawrence. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know how you meet some people, they never really been around your ex for real. You were around me the whole time when I was thinking this guy. Right. So why would exactly. you keep that from me or why would you go absent-minded? I mean, that's initial text message worthy of as soon as you get word that they going on a first date, Yo, like Lawrence is dating new chick, you know, and I don't know how that would have affected Issa's and Kalandra's relationship initially. I don't know if she would have just backed away from it altogether, which would have been detrimental to her whole project. So, you know, at the end of the day, things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. But I feel like within those months, something should have been explained as far as like, or something should have been communicated in regards to them not only going on the first date, but the second and the third and the fourth. No, I, if you're I, my I friend. Agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, and to Tiffany or Amanda Seals' uh, character's defense, I mean, she may have said, okay, maybe it's necess- it's not necessarily my place to tell you. But at the same time, it's just like, well, you know, 
maybe she had good intentions. Like, well, if I tell her, maybe she'll stop working with her. And I don't think she should stop working with her. But like, yeah. So like her delivery didn't give me that mentality. Her her delivery was more so like, so I hid this from you. Right. And I meant to hide it from you. Because right. it, it didn't give me the option. Like, because I mean, honestly, it would have been detrimental to Issa's whole agenda. But at least she would have had the option on the forefront to engage with this person. Luckily, Calandra is cool because I give her all the kudos in the world for telling Lawrence not to come to that social. I still feel like she really likes Issa. I feel like they honestly would have been friends if you take away this whole situation. Oh, for sure. I definitely think that. Cause I think they were building up that friendship. Like you said earlier, um, prior to in season three. Um, so they was building up that rapport. They were getting along and all that kind of stuff. You could even tell that when they first had their initial conversation on season four. Um, mm-hmm. so I was just like, you know, I mean, I get, you don't want the drama, but at the same time, I don't necessarily know if, I would say that Calandra doesn't have any insecurities because she barged up in Lawrence junk like what? Hey, she did come up in there real hot. She was real hot, so she was insecure about something. She's like, well, "What Molly after this first episode?" I mean, so uh, I was talking to my sister about this, and I we we agreed upon that how we don't think that Isha should stop being Molly's friend because of this particular situation if she is going to stop being her friend it's more so because she always brings up the negative parts of Issa in the wrong parts of her life um because anytime that Issa is glowing up she you know she got something going on for herself or whatever then here comes Molly bringing her down or trying to bring her back to earth like um so you know, you had this great thing going on with your block party, but why you always got to bring all this drama around? Like, so it's just like, well, what do you mean? Like, your like your life not drama. Man, <laughs> where the, where where's the married dude that would that has a pregnant wife? You know Let's what I mean? I'm like, but it's okay for you to do what you do and right. and have all the money and be a great lawyer and do all this other right. stuff. But when I sit up here and got something going for me, you always got to sit up here and bring me back down to earth and be like, um, so you thought you had this, but you really are this. That's, that's awesome. It was a great first episode. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen this, I this agree. season. I really want Issa to win this season. When I say win, I got this from a meme or something or it was something, but win what I need. We need to give her hey. what she needs. <laughs> I love that. Just say that was BB cool. Yo, that came from BB. <laughs> She said that. <laughs> no, but I feel it. I feel it. Okay, so we're about to go into the break. We're about to go into the break, and we're going to come back with the You Cute Sis segment. We're going to talk about those satin skirts and dresses and how you can switch them up and wear them in the spring and summer. And then we're going to get back into some more friendship topics to wrap up the episode. So y'all stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. So this is the You Cute Sis segment. That's the extra boost of confidence that you need when you go out on the town with your girls or your baby, your boo. Mm -hmm. So today's segment, we are talking about fashion and not any type of particular fashion other than a satin dress or a satin skirt. 
Okay, Miss Satin, come through. I'm here for all the satin. All my satin <laughs> chicks out there, shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. So, um, a satin dress or a satin skirt, because you can wear them in multiple ways. So, I'm going mm-hmm. to show you, well, not show you, tell you, tell you how you can wear this garment multiple ways for spring and summer. So, for instance, let's start off with the satin dress. Um, majority of them are sleeveless. So this gives you a lot of different options to play around with. So you can put a nice little short sleeve turtleneck underneath. <laughs> um, you can put, and you could put all types of different color type of turtlenecks under it. Um, cause most satin, uh, dresses or skirts are a solid color. Um, so you could get you a black one, a red one, a pink one, a yellow one, you know, they come in an array of different colors. Um, but you could find you a nice uh, short sleeve turtleneck to go underneath it. Um, if a turtleneck is not your thing, you could get you a nice crew neck. You could get you a V-neck t-shirt to put underneath it. If you like a graphic tee, you could put one underneath there. Um, you could play around with it a lot of different ways. Um, if you are feeling funky, you could put some tennis shoes and pair it with it and be real comfortable. If you want to jazz it up, you could put some boots on, combat boots. You could wear some heels. A nice um, sandal heel will be cute for the spring and summer. A nice high heel pump. Um, you know, a little small kitten heel is always cute as well. So there's a lot of different things that you can wear with this satin dress um, to make it cute. Another thing you could do is wear a nice lightweight bomber jacket um, mm-hmm. for the springtime when it's a little chillier and you could roll up the sleeves. You could do the same thing with the blazer. Mm-hmm. Um, those are always really cute um, and make you have a lot of style. Um, and then again, you could wear these, you could dress it down and wear some sneakers or you could dress it up and put some heels on. And I'm um, seeing that dynamic. So would you say this is also appropriate for work too, or is it just after hours, like on the weekend? Like how would you... I would say depending on where you work, um, it would be appropriate to wear one um, because especially the dress, um, because it, again, it's a dress um, mm-hmm. and the way that you can take it from night to day is putting that uh, shirt underneath it. If that's the turtleneck, if it's the crew neck, if it's a V-neck, graphic tee, wherever you work, you just, of course, um, would uh, put that garment underneath depending on your specific uh, job criteria. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I definitely feel like you could wear it during the day. And then at nighttime, if you want to show a little bit more skin, then you could take that undergarment off that t-shirt, that, that shirt, whatever the blouse that you have underneath it, you could take it right off and you could show more skin. You could show some cleavage. You could show your arms, you know, have fun with it. Um, so yeah, I definitely feel like you could def- uh, wear it during the day at work. As well as a skirt. So it's like becoming warmer outside. So I'm just asking for a friend, you know, if you heavily sweat. For a friend. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not asking for me or anything. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the instance, you, you know, okay. I had like, you know what I'm saying? A little hot problem. I, I am. I'm always hot. It's okay. Like, I'm hot too. That. I got, I got so, hot problems. I got sweat glands that be sweating. Right. So satin, it shows the wet spots. So is there anything to combat that? Or like, do you have any suggestions? Like, what would you recommend? Yeah, for sure. So with satin, um, you could wear satin all year round, just to let you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can, um, in situations like that, I Mm -hmm. would say 
because <laughs> satin does get hot. It um, does. And yeah, it, it can definitely it get so hot. Different colors. And but in certain see, colors, it won't be as more, I guess, right. prevalent as others. Yeah. So like if you were a black one, it's not going to be as prominent. Now the deodorant mm-hmm. stains could definitely be a problem. Right. But right. the way that you could do get deodorant stains out of any type of garment is take a um, velvet hanger. And um, from there, you can buy those anywhere. TJ Maxx, Target, Amazon. Uh, you take a velvet hanger and you just kind of uh-huh. wipe that deodorant stain off Ooh, and it'll go away. Um, that so that's one of the tips there. Um, another thing would be um, is to just wear very light undergarments underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, if you are wearing it um, in the spring and the summertime and you know you're going to be outside a little bit more, mm-hmm. you may not, you just may want to just wear a nice light bra, light panty underneath it. That way you won't be over here drenched, soaking up, soaked up, soaking up wet um, for mm-hmm. that. Um, so that's another option. Or you could actually wear a tank top underneath it to absorb some of that sweat. That way you won't mm-hmm. be as drenched on your actual satin dress or skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, because liners are always good and liners don't have to mean like grandma. Um right, so, exactly. <laughs> so you can always wear a liner to yeah, and you can always then it'll be breathable and lightweight and all that kind of stuff. Um because mm-hmm. satin is very lightweight, it's not a heavy garment at all. Um, but it definitely can make you sweat like anything, um, can make you sweat in the the darn heat that we live in. Um right, but yeah, so that, that those are some tips to help you with that. Um, the same no, thing with those. the skirt. Um, if you wear a skirt, you could dress that up and you could dress it down. You could pair a skirt with a nice um, graphic tee, um, a nice blouse that ties at the um, at the neckline. Um, you can um, even belt the skirt and mm-hmm. accentuate your waist and your bodice. Um, let's see. Um, you could wear, again, a bomber jacket and that skirt. Um, you could wear a crop top and the skirts. I mean, again, you could dress it up and down with the, the shoes that you have on. So okay. you can wear boots. Um, you could wear, well, yeah, you can wear a booty, a boot. Uh, you could wear a sneaker. Um, you could wear a nice sandal. It, it just really varies. Um, and they come in very nice, beautiful colors. Um, the, one of the ones that the one of the favorites that I uh, I adore is the yellow one. It's like a mustard yellow oh, color. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yellow is made for girls with melanin. Oh, I, I tell you, love. it's just beautiful. But yeah, <laughs> that one's that one is just uh, a beautiful color, especially for the mm-hmm. time. Um, so yeah, and then you can wear these things anywhere from a wedding um, to your cousin's baby shower mm-hmm. to a cookout, right. going shopping, whatever you choose. Yeah. It's um, kind of universal. All right. It's a very universal, versatile type mm-hmm. of garment. And I think every woman, especially if you're grown, should have one. Um, mm-hmm. If you have a dress, if you have the skirt, whichever one you prefer, you should have one in your closet. It's a must have. Um, and you can play around with it in many different ways so the Mm -hmm. next time you go anywhere whenever we get out of quarantine right um, or if you just want to play around with it first before you actually go out in um real life you know just buy you one play around with it talk Mm -hmm. about dress it up with some of the things that we um talked about today send it to Um, us if you're unsure about whether or not looks good and you would definitely take a look oh yes and i could tell you yes or no or i Mm could tell you what you need to add to it because everybody has style we just tell you how to enhance it here Mm -hmm. 
So yes, play around with um, different belts and different necklaces and hats and all that kind of stuff to pull the piece together. Um, so have fun with it. And so next time that you go out with your friends, with your bae, with your boo, with whoever, just remember in this satin dress and skirt, you cute sis. You cute girl. Hey, welcome back, guys. The first question I want to present on this is, how do you go about making friends? And is it harder at this age in comparison to when you were younger, BB? How would you Um, quantify that? I would say that it is harder to make friends the older that you are. Um, Mm -hmm. And it also depends on your personality. Because I would say when you were younger, you know, uh, making friends was easy because that's all people mm-hmm. wanted to do was make friends. <laughs> um, so now in your adulthood, um, you lose friends, you've lost friends, you gain friends, you meet different people in your lives at several different places. Um, so, um, but it's, it's, I guess when you're older, it's a little harder for you to trust people and let mm-hmm. people in because um, yes. you're not as vulnerable um, right. as you, you are when you are. You have to kind of grow off right, of. Exactly. Um, than when you were younger. Um, so I would say, again, it is harder to make friends when you are older. Um, but I really feel like it has to do with your personality a lot because um, to know me is to know that I do have uh, quite a lot of friends compared Definitely. to people that I know. So having a lot of friends is not something that they want to do. And I'm not in the business to always, you know, have a lot of friends. It's just, right. you know, the type of energy and uh, exactly. vibe that I kind of get off and, and mesh well. But, yeah. So I feel like, again, it does have to do with who you are as an individual and, um, you know, just where you are in your life. Because if you are in a positive place in your life, then, you know, you'll probably have more friends. If you're more so like, you know, in a negative part of your life, you're probably more of an introvert and you're not um, mm-hmm. as social. Um, you're not I a agree. socialite. Um, and so uh, again, and it also depends on you and, you know, how you put yourself out there. Um, sometimes you just don't mesh well with, you right. know, with people and right. you just like, Hey, I'm not in the business to have no new friends. And that's cool. Like, I ain't knocking nobody who got one to two friends. If you got one to two great friends, that's all you It's worth more than 30. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you got 30 friends and they 30 Mm -hmm. great friends, awesome. But if you got 30 friends and they 30 associates, then, eh. eh, you know, what is that? Um, But if you got like a tight click and it's like five or one, you know, that's cool. That's all you need. That's sincere. And I just want to piggyback off of that because I think that the harder or the reasons why it's harder to, I guess, make friends when you get older. And this is one of the things that I was concerned about when moving, you know, I lived in Birmingham my entire life. So I had friends from church and from Mm -hmm. different organizations that was a part of. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I, I really like to be a social pe- person. So I, I will make myself available and out there to meet new people. And the, my issue and what I was concerned about is that Birmingham is extremely cliquish. And I know that they're not the only city that's like that. And so I was nervous about moving to Charlotte because I'm like, what if I go there and I can't meet any new friends? Like, But I told I you that you were going to meet friends. Right, easily. right. 
Exactly. And on top of the the viewpoints that you possibly put into me and instilled in me and all those great things, because you're just such an awesome person within yourself. I think that also Charlotte is a transplant city. So like everyone I met has has not been from here. And that's, and that's, that's a plus, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's no homage, you know, right. like yeah. you don't have any home territory, so you're not protecting anything. Right. So you're yeah. open to meeting new people. And that's and good. I, yeah, definitely. It's hard to get it that is. in the South. Um, so I'm glad that you've met um, an array of different uh, characters, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you will. Um, and sure. I, I like, like I told you, you was going to do that from the jump street. I know. I was like, well, I don't know why that. she's so worried about that. it. I'm I was like, nervous. A vibrant I was social life. I mean, it's always <laughs> understandable to be anxious and nervous and all that kind of stuff because it's just like it's it's unknown territory exactly. and everybody's always fearful of the unknown. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you already knew that that was going to happen, but mm-hmm. it's just like okay, well, I don't know how everybody's going to like me. Am I going to like them? Kind of right. thing. So, but I personally love meeting new people. Right. I love to get people's stories. I love to know where they're from, where they've mm-hmm. been, where they're going. Um, right. To know me is to know that. I am very humble. I don't really like talking about myself. So would you say that if you had a friend, you kind of fell out mm-hmm. and would you, and you came back together and then you fell out again, would you give them a second chance? So second chance friends, very questionable because Always. how did we get to this point of having to establish that this is your second opportunity to not necessarily prove to me, but I guess assert your worth and the value of our friendship in this capacity. Because I think that one, the older you get, the more protection you get of your space. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so funny because at a certain age, you really don't protect your space. I mean, if you meet someone, you guys have the whole going out connection, you know, you like to go out, I like to go out, let's just do this. It's really no character involved in that. It's just what you like doing at that particular time. So right. I think that the older you get, the more you protect that space because you're not going out in that same capacity and that same level. Like things slow down the older you get. And not only do things slow down, but you continue to meet the same people over and over again. That's true. So you've, That's seen, real. you've seen this before mm-hmm. where I saw somebody at 23. I didn't know it. We kept navigating through our friendship. It ended up sour, whatever. So at 28, if I meet the same person, I'm not about to take that same risk because you have the same character flaws as other person who I knew we don't click like that. Right. Like it was, it was always a natural attraction. How do you feel about it, BB? No, I agree. Um, Second chances is always something questionable. It's always Mm -hmm. something that you need to give a thought to. Um, It's not something that's always going to come easy. And the second time, you know, around, you better better be better than the first because mm-hmm. you don't want to be a third or right. not. Exactly. Or for it badly as you expected right. the initial time. Exactly. So it's just like, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna give this thing a second chance, then we really need to give it a second chance. We don't need to play around with it. We don't need it to be the same way it was before. So at that point, would you out. say that you lay everything out on the table as far as your feelings? Like if you oh, were yeah. to go to second go chance, okay. Yeah, you just tell them what it is. Like, look. This is what I can take, and this is right. what I will not tolerate. Exactly. Um, and if you can't really do that, 
then I don't think we need to just give this a friendship a go anymore. Mm-hmm. We just need to just right. go, okay, we're cordial, we cool, we good. Yeah, we just definitely. don't need to be like we were before because definitely. you don't want to do it or either you mm-hmm. will not do it. So, You're incapable of doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just have to lay your cards out on the line and be transparent with that person mm-hmm. and let them know what it is. Because if you don't, that's one of the reasons why friendships do not continue is because of yeah. communication. So like, exactly. you know, if you told them what it is and they don't want to hear it or they don't receive it or take it the right way, right. well, you told them what it is and vice versa. Right. So. Because after a certain age, it's like, honestly, friendship becomes more of a network where it's something that could possibly come out of this friendship versus the genuine friendship that we had at middle school or elementary or summer camp. It's a different concept. I feel like it's a different concept. And I do feel like the genuine part of it does still play a factor because, you know, you still got them friends that will ride with you till the wheels fall off. And then sometimes you don't. But Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I really do agree with all these things that you said within the first segment and Insecure, <laughs> as well as Definitely. in the second segment. If you haven't watched the episode of Insecure, Go we apologize. We spoiled right. a little bit I'm for sorry. you, but we just kind of gave you the backstory and the front story at the same time. Um, exactly. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up we with are. a quote. Because we're here and now. What you, you going to leave us out with? The evening is... Lots of people want to ride with you in the limo, mm. but what you want is someone who will take the bus with you. But a limo breaks down. Ooh. Okay, and that's like, by it's broke Oprah. Down. We got no way home. With the ooh, Oprah. Yeah. So, all right. So, I just remember that whenever you are considering your friendships in the future, um, we always want you to maintain friendships. So if you want to mend a friendship that's been broken, go ahead and do that. Um, if by listening to this episode, if you want to reconsider some of your friendships because eh, they ain't doing what they need to be doing, you mean to right. exit them like Nino. Um, if you <laughs> and I want old, you to like, oh, meet more people, just mm-hmm. like Spunky's doing out there in um, Charlotte. So be open, um, be genuine, be loving, um, and find you some new friends or keep the same ones or right. both. So if there's nothing else, we're going to check up out this thing. Thank you guys yeah. for tuning in. Check us out next week. <laughs>